0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and co-parents of all ages, this podcast is for you. Introducing in the center ring, the amicable divorce expert Judith Weigel.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We have on the program today Vicki Townsend. Vicki Townsend is the president and founder of Divorce Right, a professional development and employee assistance program company. Vicki is also the co-founder of, and this is huge, the National Association of Divorce Professionals, who I've heard about forever, an association for all the licensed professionals that work with clients during, before, and after divorce. Also very important because a lot of help is still needed once the divorce settlement is done. Divorce Right, and we're going to focus on this, um, caters to Fortune 1000 companies and government agencies to help their employees going through this grueling process at work. So, Vicki, th- first of all, welcome to the program. Thank you for coming here.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be talking to you because you and I are so aligned on so much. It's It's very exciting.
1: <laughs> we are, and you are the very first person in four years that's going to be talking about Divorce stress in the workplace. We've never really had a discussion about this. You have three programs, though, and that's the first one we're going to talk about. Let me just lay all three out and then we'll, we'll start digging in. So your three programs are manage right. It's a divorce awareness program, sensitivity training for companies, plan right, your better divorce. And I assume that's to the public, Vicki. Yeah, it is. That's to the divorcing employee. That's to the divorcing employee. And then resolve right. That's to who?
0: That's that is individual for those. So, so plan right is a book, a workbook, an interactive video course. It's about 10, a little over 10 hours, almost 10 and a half hours of taking somebody. First, we have kind of through the process of helping them breathe and and you know kind of settle down. Then we take them through the processes and the important decisions they're going to need to make. And you know what, Judy, your process and my process could be totally different and be exactly perfect for either one of us. You know, your your divorce may look completely different. As a matter of fact, I know it does. There's not one in this country that's exactly the same as another. They all have their unique footprint. So what we do is we take them through the choices that they have and the critical, important decisions that they're going to have to make, right? Which way, which direction do they want to go in? So we kind of take them through that. And then we offer... um, for those you know that still have questions after they've gone through the book the workbook and the course we offer weekly group coaching calls so they can get on and talk to a divorce coach and say this is where i am i can't move forward with a custody this custody agreement or you know how do i hire an attorney or what kind of divorce is right for me so we have that and then the third the third one which is resolve right which is once that program may not be enough for you, um, you may be in a very highly violent relationship or narcissistic personality disorder. There may be some extenuating circumstances like a special needs child in your family where you need some hand-holding, also just intimidation by your partner, um, yeah, where you maybe need somebody to sit, lock arms with you, And even we'll take it as far as attending court with you. We will literally hold your hand in a courtroom and say, we've got your back. We'll help
1: you through this process. Okay. How do you do that? Tell me about the courtroom.
0: So depending, like I say, depending upon, obviously, you know, that only 3% of all uh, divorces go to a full trial in front of a judge. So those tend to be your more highly high conflictive divorces. So we literally we can show up, and you know when in the courtroom there they'll be at their table. We'll be right behind them. We will meet them outside of the courtroom if they if there is a break or they need to speak. And you know one of the things that our coaches have is a unique thirty thousand foot view, whereas all of the other most of the other Professionals are in their own silos, right? They're either working with the within the law or within finance or within emotions and mental health or within real estate. Whereas we have the experts that can bridge all of that and look at it as that whole puzzle piece yes. and sit there or a I'd like to say it's like a suspension bridge because if you if you move something from over here, it's going to impact something over there. But a lot of times the professionals that are just dealing with legal may or may not know about, and the perfect example is a special needs family. Uh, You know, there are, there, you know, a a family law attorney rarely understands or went to school to understand social security benefits or Medicare or Medicaid, right? right? They don't, they're not there. So they don't understand what has to be written in that document because what happens and i'll bet you by the time we're finished with this podcast here today a settlement statement will be written for a family with special needs child and that child will lose their benefits because of the you know that the fact that the that the professional themselves just doesn't understand what what the wording has to be or how the money has to flow so right. that they don't lose their benefits.
1: You're so and- right about that because i interviewed an attorney about two years ago, who specialized in special needs children, and there are certain codes. Well, at least in California, I'm sure they're the same in every state. There are well, that's certain federal codes that's a federal benefits, so it would be the same. Yeah, yeah that that addressed this. And I was also told that the the expression of the need, the expression of the person who has special needs will change from time to time. So maybe the expression doesn't come until after the divorce is final because this child is still very young right now, which is why testing is so important. As soon as anybody sees any type of behavior that is not exactly what they think should be appropriate for that age, you must have your child tested. Right. And it's not, you know, and, and, and
0: then there are those that the, um, the signs and symptoms are far beyond whether or not they pass or fail a test like cerebral palsy, you know, paralysis, um, you know, all sorts of different kinds of, of traumatic events during childbirth and beyond, you know, think genetic issues and things like that. So, so I guess we have, um, we have over 50 divorce coaches here at Divorce Right that have and that come with a myriad of expert, you know specialties. And I'll give you some examples. So um, there's religious divorces in this country. There's the legal divorce, right? Yes. That's your state. We have 50. It's like we live in 50 different countries here in the United States, the way our divorce laws are written. But we have, you know, all of these these different things. But then you have um, the religious side of the divorce. So a Jewish get or a Catholic annulment. The Muslim religion has it as a talik, and there's all sorts of different things within their community and the Hindi community. Um, And so we have. um, I even have. I have a Jewish rabbi that is one of our divorce coaches to help people go through that process and get. The get the get, get what they need Um, from a religious standpoint. We also have experts that are cultural um, experts. So we have um, uh, coaches that are experts in pre-arranged marriages in the Asian culture. That's a very, very big thing. And with that comes a lot of complications, right? Um, we have experts in the LGBTQ community. And why is that? Well, you know, why is that? Because their divorces are the same. but they've only been able to to get married since two thousand and fifteen. so they if they if they got a divorce now, it's considered a short-term marriage, but they were together for the last twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. They just were not legally able. to. So there's a lot of of um, nuances, subtle and not so subtle nuances in the divorce process. We also have divorce coaches that speak foreign languages. We have Chinese, Japanese, Farsi. We have the Indian dialects. We have Spanish, Mm -hmm. English, um, Hebrew. So we try to bring to the table, Oh, we have experts with special needs children, immigration, H-1B visa holders.
1: That's a huge Um, area, Vicki. It is, it is. So we
0: try, so, so consider us your matchmaking service in this regard, whereas we connect you with a divorce coach based upon your needs that would be would help support you so that you can get through this in a kinder and gentler way. And um, you know divorce is the number one reason that women find themselves in poverty. If we just understand the WIC programs that they have to join and food stamps and all of those supportive um, uh, uh, products and services, that are taxpayer services right? and they should definitely be there. I don't have a problem with that, but this is something that we can solve by working with the system and getting them through it so that they don't lose their finances and they don't lose their sanity because it is definitely a divorce brings out the absolute worst in, in, in each other. And there's a saying, it says, um, in the criminal courtroom, you have very bad people on their very best behavior. Yes. And in the family law courtroom, you have very good people on their very worst, worst behavior. behavior. And, you know, there's, you know, there's just so much that goes into this. And we try and, you know, we, I have former family law attorneys as divorce coaches, former financial advisors. I have former mental health counselors that are divorce coaches that want to help these people go through this process. In a kinder and gentler way, so that they can have a a gentle landing in this lifequake of a divorce. I right? like lifequake. I definitely. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. that's. that's uh, I learned that from one of our clients.
1: Well, just to to tie this piece up before we get into what happens at work, I I've been divorced as well. It was very sad for a year. We had no issues. The legal part of it was dealt with cleanly and no problem at all. Now that I'm 10 and a half years in the divorce business as a mediator and and as a paralegal, I do understand how hurt people are. A, if there's been infidelity and it wasn't you, it was the other person. I understand how all of that works. I understand how hopes and dreams are dashed. What I've never understood yet, and maybe you can address this, is why do you want to destroy the other person? How does that help you get ahead?
0: You, you know, everybody. I think everybody has their own, uh, you know, their own reasons why. But what we try and do is because you know, one of the things that is so frustrating for me about this industry that you and I are in, is that, you know, Joe Smith finds out on a Saturday morning that his wife wants a divorce, right? And we assume that Joe Smith knows what to do. Oh, and by the way, he's also leading a $2 billion insurance company. Okay. Right. Right? So he's got to he's got to figure out because he's got not only his four hundred one k but gosh they're invested all over the place they've got rental properties they've got vacation properties they've got this they've got that they've got a lot of stuff to untangle themselves from which is on his on his mind on Joe's mind and at the end of the day the brand of divorce the brand of the, the the industry that you and I are in is that you got to get a shark. You got to get a bulldog. Lawyer up. Right. Lawyer up. Right. Yes. And most of the time, that mentality is what, like, that's when the gloves come off. Right. We're going to battle. Right. And it is the first, it is the, it is the, the, the signal that starts High conflict, no communication, bad juju, bad everything that sets that family up for an implosion, destruction, you know, inability. And then I know we're gonna talk about this, but the inability to really focus and become be a productive member of a company's team. Yeah. Right? It's hard. I you know, I was I was talking to a gentleman just a couple of months ago. Um, he's an executive coach with a very large electronics uh, company that you would know their name. And one of their division heads, uh, a C- CEO of one of their divisions was getting a divorce. Actually, I was thinking about him when I was um, telling you that story. He was a CEO of this division, of this, this very successful electronics company, found out he was getting a divorce and said, I got to quit my job. And he did. And I went, oh, if we could only have taken him Yes. and got him because he was up here, right? He said that his head is spinning. He doesn't know what to do, where to go, what to think and how to process all of this because he woke up on a Sunday morning think or a Saturday morning thinking he was going to go play golf with his buddies. And then wow, he finds so a- in a second, head, right? So we stop this head spinning. We give him a plan, some guidance and direction so that he can at least sit there and, and come down And sit there and and take a breath and go, okay, at least I've got, I've not only, I I not only have a plan in place, but I have somebody that can help me execute and I can, they can be my thinking partner in all of this. Because who knows, who knows besides family law attorneys, how that system works.
1: Right. So with that, you know, we have in California, like every state, has a minimum minimum amount of time from the beginning of the filing in which a divorce can be completed. It's six months in California. It's different amounts of time in different states. People misunderstand this. My clients, and I'm sure everybody's clients misunderstand this and call it Uh, now that we're done, isn't there a cooling off period? And they restate the six month minimum. I say, no, 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 there's no such thing as a cooling off period. But the more I talk about this and to address what you just said, I almost think every state should say you can start and file a petition to say you want a divorce, but you can't do anything for six months. You need to calm the F down. You need to think. You need to organize yourself and your life because you can't be emotional and make legal decisions. It doesn't work out ever. And you spend your life savings getting nowhere but arguing.
0: Right. But I but I would also say to that, um, unless you have some guidance and direction in that equation that you just oh, said. Well, yeah, that assumes. They're gonna be, be up here. No, 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 no. Still, that
1: assumes you're gonna take this time to get guidance and direction because you right. don't know that's the assumption.
0: Right. That well, and, and that's the you know, that's the the good news and bad news about what I do and my team does. Divorce coaching and case management. Has been rel- is relatively new to the scene. It's really starting. It's really only started to pick up some momentum in probably the last I don't know half a decade. I mean, the last five six years. Um, so we are a new um, element to this. But I'm going to tell you that I believe had I know had I had a divorce coach had I even known that this was existing during mine, yeah, my results would have been far better. I would have been better. I didn't move forward because I just didn't know what to do. So uh, something that could have taken me a short period of time ended up taking me three years, um, which is really typical. And it is typical. you're Right? It's yeah. very typical that three years is a, and then you think about it for a couple of years beforehand. But at the end of the day, we are we're we're all up here until we're not until somebody or something brings us to feel like we can at least take a breath and you can do that. You can you can get to that point in years or decades or we can help you do it. And I'll give you a case exactly. We were um, talking to a, uh, a new client that is a, an HR consulting and benefits providing company. And they came running for, to us at the Sherm conference. They were like, oh my God, where have you been? We've been looking for you. We know this is a problem for our clients. This is great. So we start having this conversation. I was talking to him on a Thursday. He calls me and says, on, a, on the following Monday, he goes, you're not going to believe this. And I'm sitting there going, oh yeah, I will. <laughs> he goes, my best, one of my best friends just called me and told me he is getting a divorce and he is a mess can't cry, can't stop crying about all of this stuff i said give them to us and in 5 sessions 4 weeks 5 sessions we took this guy that was just up here and not i mean just, i can't even explain to you where he was to being able to now take a breath we we told him we would we would work with him for 6 sessions we've worked with him for 5 and he's saving the last one um, for when he feels like he needs it. But what we were able to do was give him that guidance and direction that he needed wow. so that he could sit there and go, okay, so now I know what my life can look like or what it will look like or what's going to happen to my finances or where I'm going to live or how I'm going to survive. All of those things is, is part of the head spinning up here. Okay. How What's going to happen to my house? I love my house, right? I know. All of those things, right? So at least we give them at the end, when they've, when they've worked with us, they have an, a plan, they have an idea of what to expect, and they can become a, a better, calmer employee at work that can go back to performing almost to the level that before they even knew or thought about it.
1: OK, so with that, let's talk about what happens at work, because, again, this is not a conversation that I've had on the show. And as you and I talked previously, you've identified work performance uh, for a while now. I just started identifying it last year for the first time. So let's talk about it. Yeah. What, what happens to people? How are they affected on their jobs? if they're going through a divorce?
0: Study after study shows you that the average person going through a divorce at work loses about 40% of their productivity. And that can be before, during, and after their divorce. This can last for an average of about five years. Now, there's, are there going to be highs and lows in that? Absolutely. Is it like one, you know, one- swoop swoop when it's you know two years past their divorce and they're still dealing with child custody matters or financial matters. um not quite so much, but forty percent of lost productivity for a company, um, you know that if if employers understood what the financial implications to them is they would realize the divorce for their employers, employees actually costs them more and lost productivity far more, far more than it costs the employee to go through the divorce.
1: So two things, how Mm -hmm. do employers identify people going through divorce and do the employees want to be identified and helped? Well, that's a good question.
0: Um, I guess, and everybody has their own, you know, reason why they, they, Want to or don't want to tell their employers, and the first thing is that you know they're afraid they're going to be fired. Why? Why? Because they're going to lose forty percent of their productivity. They're not. They're going to be away from work. So I'll tell you the five that the five signs that somebody goes through. Right. The first one is absences. They are out a lot more because they've got court hearings. They've got meetings with their attorneys and their financial advisors. They've maybe you know, they've now got to juggle a child uh, schedule that's different, right? Or they just got called in because their ex forgot to pick them up at daycare. I mean, they can run in late to work, uh, late late to meetings and leave early to go home at, at work. So absences is a big key thing. The second one is um, like presenteeism. You and I talked about presenteeism um, uh, about a week ago where you know, your employee is physically there, but they're not mentally there, yes. right? So, um, so that is like a, a really big one. Let's see what else is there. There is, um, immer- they're, they're much more emotional. There, there, there's outbursts where there normally wasn't outbursts before. Um, they are just not the same employee as. What they
1: about do. the emails and the communication right? and errors?
0: errors you know just just you know they're distracted
1: well right? beyond the well i'm just ta- i'm also referring to yes that's a good point i hadn't thought about that it's so easy when we're distracted by something to make an error in an email so i could well imagine but just the time taken to do divorce paperwork while they're working and this remote working at home you know, that's fertile ground for not using time at work and using it on the divorce, isn't it?
0: Well, you know, that's a, that would be an
1: interesting... that That is something
0: that... Well, we all know that COVID has made for um, a lot of disturbances at home, right? You know, you didn't love your, your spouse before you couldn't stand up, but at least you had a break. Yes. Now you don't have a break, right? So... You know, the good news for some people was that they got to work from home. The bad news for some people is that they got to work from home. Yeah. So, you know, that's, it's not always, you know, it sounds like I love, I'm, this is my house. This is, you know, I've got my little home office here. I work from home. But if I was with somebody I couldn't stand, I don't know how, how productive I would be. Absolutely. So, you know, we, there's just, there's so much. And also just worried about my finances. How am I going to stay uh, employed here when I can't afford a, to buy a new home near the office? Well, one of the things that we do is we work with what's called a certified divorce lending professional that has been trained in divorce and mortgage and how a settlement statement needs to be written.
1: Uh, so and
0: important. We can get them about 20% more buying power just by working with the the family law attorneys. That's right. 20% more buying power means that you have a greater chance of keeping your employee at your workplace.
1: That's huge. Okay, so how do companies identify who's going through divorce? Can they Is there a policy where my idea, you tell me if this will work or not? So most people get health insurance from their employers. In a divorce, at least in California, health insurance can no longer be provided to the other spouse once a divorce is final. So you have to register at some point that you have a divorce in place so that it triggers the end of that relationship, or at least that's what I tell my clients. And then if there's a pension, again, so the pension plan department has to be notified in order for them to either join the pensions or be set up to divide the pensions. Can employers, do employers make some kind of soft policy if you're filing for divorce, please report to us as soon as possible? Or is that not really allowed?
0: That hasn't been the case yet. um, And I'm not sure. Yeah. Again, what we're trying to create for our company is a culture where somebody can come in and say, I'm going through a divorce and I, you know, first of all, they need to start having a family transition policy, which we've got one. If you want one, reach out to me. We have a customizable family transition policy that your company can create. If you have a, a culture where one of your supervisors is saying don't bring your divorce here at at the office right that yes. happens that's it's the number one reason by the way divorcing employees which of which 10% of divorcing employees quit within a year of their divorce that's huge that is we are in a in a time in our country where people Co- companies can't afford to to leave. Retention is everything. Well, the number one reason that they quit is they felt unsupported and just completely disconnected from their their company. Yep. They didn't provide them with resources to help them through it, so they just leave. Right. The second reason that they um, that they quit is because they can't afford the for- affordable housing near work. So again, we work with a a a CDLP to make sure that they can at least get that extra buying power, so that the settlement statement is written, so that a mortgage company would give them a thumbs up, right? And it's just language; it's just understanding the language. But again, a family law attorney doesn't write mortgages, right? They don't. And then the third thing is, and this is around women and poverty women can't find affordable childcare. So oh. if you can open your company up to either having a childcare facility on your property, or if you can make a deal with the family, with a, with the a childcare center that's around the block, giving them a substantial discount, or maybe the, as the company you pay for part of their childcare. But when a woman is in poverty, Finding affordable childcare is next to impossible, and she might go back and live with mom. Right, right. We can help that. Right. That it's just a culture shift. Okay. Really so a culture shift.
1: Here's what you're saying that I find remarkable, and I kind of think this is my answer when I kept asking and did it just a minute ago can't a company ask employees to please come and report their divorce. I can see why that may not be the right way to do it. What you said about creating a culture, I totally get this, a a culture of support, a a culture of respect, a culture of empathy, a culture of compassion so that, and and, and, hey, if anybody is going through divorce or if you may in, in the future, Here's what we have to offer you. Right. We want to be supportive, so that has to start from the company to the absolutely. employee. Yeah, Top
0: down. absolutely, absolutely. Top absolutely. Down. So, yeah, that's what that's what we are working with companies, and you know, and and since you went and your wonderful uh, introduction for me was at Fortune 1,000 companies, we're working with companies much smaller um than that now through some of our HR benefits providing companies that we're working with, where they may work with a company with three, seven, sixteen employees, and we get them covered at a really, really reasonable rate. We we want uh, my mission is to make this better for everybody, but also for I you mean, know, as an American, I want to make it so that, you know, from our from our country's perspective, we are, we are given out tax dollars. To support people in these situations where it doesn't have to happen, we don't have to have every woman go into poverty. Because you're know, not every woman, but you know what I mean. These w- women that do go into poverty, yeah. we we can help them, and we can we can stop that. We can stop the WIC programs from being an absolute difference between whether they their children survive or not. You know, that's not what that's not what I want to see happen. I want these people to make wise choices they don't have to go out there and get the guns they can they are you know you're a, you're a, uh, a mediator for god's sakes that is a far different process a kinder and gentler one there's the collaborative process there's DIYing it i mean we were involved with a DIY divorce down in florida where the assets were you know in the millions and millions of dollars and they DIYed it
1: Okay, DIY meaning do it yourself.
0: Do it yourself. They did it themselves. They said, "I'd rather do this than you know we're we're going to come up with how we want this to look ourselves." Hired our people to say, "This is what we want." We made the paperwork happen. Boom! It was and it was done. And it was a very it was a very large estate.
1: Okay. And the reason why they need a team like you can provide, Vicki, is because even though things, the settlement may look even on paper, it may not be even once the tax implications kick in on the settlement when the divorce is final and all of a sudden people can be left with very different amounts of money. So you right. need a certified financial divorce analyst, which I right. know you mentioned as being part of your team, to look at the proposed settlement, not to screw things up for people, but to make sure they understand something that nobody really talks about, the tax implications. Right.
0: We bring in, we'll bring in anybody that is required for your situation, right? right? If you need a will and estate planning attorney, we'll help you find one. If you need a, a a real estate attorney, we'll help you find one. You know we're not going to do the work for you. We do, by the way, we are not lawyers. We are in even our, our former family lawyers who still have their their law license are not practicing law here. We are acting as a coach to show you what the directions and what the implications of some of those choices can be, but you, you, you as the client make your choices and you execute on those choices. We don't do that for you. So we give you guidance and direction, giving you, you know, that 30,000 foot view, but we do tell them, you know what, if you go over here and you make this decision over on this part of the suspension bridge. It's going to impact over here at the other far side that you're not seeing, that I'm seeing because I know the whole picture.
1: Well, I know that what you're saying is so true and correct because a few weeks ago, I got a call from a new client and I'm I'm filing for her divorce. And she said in that introductory phone call, my employer wants me to be so done with this divorce so I can come back to work with all of my focus. Yes. And she's and that's in sales. what we all want. That's right. And she's in sales. So you know how important it is for a company to have their salespeople on their game. And it's important for the salesperson to feel and be on their game.
0: Absolutely. I tell you what, if, if uh, Keller Williams or Remax or any of those other people would invest this for their top, for their salespeople, their sales would skyrocket because their people would be, you know, able to focus and, and do the detail work that they needed to do and have a successful transaction. But they can't, if they're in bed. No, you're absolutely get out of bed in the morning or get off the couch. They're not selling.
1: Absolutely. So I guess every company is equal in their need for their employees to feel like they belong to to the point where when something goes awry in their personal lives, they don't have to hide it. There are ways they can be supported so they can continue to work because you have to keep earning money. And then women, especially, and I like that you brought this up because it—it's it, a discussion still every single day, every day. When a mom has to go back to work because you know one salary in one household was great, now there's two households that one salary isn't going to pay everybody's bills. Right. That issue around daycare and childcare is so daunting, and and people don't think
0: about that. When they it, but if you understand that it's the it's what it's one of the biggest reasons for for poverty in women is yeah. divorce. You start to understand that having the added burden of
1: expensive daycare, right? right, can't happen. It's not going to happen, and then the discussion in mediations quite often is if if it's a heterosexual marriage, um whoever the higher wage earner is, regardless of what type of marriage it is. If the higher wage earner was the sole support and now the other spouse has to go back to work, uh, uh, I, what the statement is, we'll just go out and get a job. Like right. it's so easy, just go exactly, out and get a job.
0: Exactly, like, exactly right. Well, then just go, yeah, go out and get a better paying job. It, it, you know.
1: Impossible. But,
0: which reminds me, we do also have career coaches that can help people, you know, Find you know even within the same company. Oh my God, stay the same company. Let's find you something else that maybe will inspire you and help you to um, to make more money so that that is not an issue for you.
1: Yeah, no, that I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Now that we're at the end of our time, that was perfect because what do you do with the spouse that was? Able to be at home because the other spouse plenty of money, and we have several children now. Right, it's a whole different ball game with child support, spousal support, and two house. It's a whole different ball game financially. So, so when you
0: see, hopefully, your listeners that maybe if you're business owners, you could start to see why it's not just divorce. It is my financial security. It is where I'm going to live, how I'm going to raise my children, what's going to become of me, how I'm going to afford my car payment. Yeah. Right. All of those things and all of those stressors are there. And then if you add on those you know, additional factors we talked about, special needs children, or you come from a prearranged marriage where divorce is verboten, you know? There's a lot of, there's a lot of that, that we insist on helping with. We really want to, we want to come in and just take that off of everybody's back. We will take this on and let us solve these problems for you, whether it's at the executive level or all the way down to, um, you know, somebody that's on the factory floor, we're there for all of them.
1: This is remarkable. I've never, ever met anybody that had such a comprehensive program dealing with the personal family and divorce and the business family. I always say you have two families, personal and business, and both families need to be supportive for the productivity level of the individual. Mm-hmm. So Vicki, for anybody who wants to get in touch with you, even though everything's in the show notes, people listening like to make notes, what's best way of contacting you?
0: I would love for you guys to contact me by email. My email address is Vicki and I'm Vicky with a Y at divorcerightinc.com. Um, and we can you can even go on my website. I have a cost calculator. All you need to know is how many employees you have, The average cost, the average salary and the cost to replace 10% of your divorcing employees. And I will tell you how much divorce is costing your business. So that's on my website. I would love for you to find out what divorce actually does cost your company.
1: So we take all of
0: the statistics and data, put it together in one fell swoop. And there you go.
1: Well... You certainly have made me feel comfortable that there's something so comprehensive out there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate meeting you, learning all of this and sharing you with the world. Thank you.
0: Thank you you so much for having me today. Thank you, everybody. And we look forward to helping you and your employees have a better experience as they go through just the dissolution of their marriage, moving on in their lives.
1: And I thank all of you for listening, as I always do. If you have any comments about this interview, if you have any ideas about another topic, um, please let me know through my website, theamicabledivorceexpert.com, theamicabledivorceexpert.com. Please share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. And as always, have an amicable day. That's our show for today. Thank you for joining us. Be good to yourselves, be kind to your spouse, and cherish your children above all else.